tonight spirit of god asks that you use me as an instrument and a conduit to be a blessing to your children let none live here the same let everybody live here impacted affected by your spirit let your spirit bring about a revival in the spirit of somebody in the name of jesus father as they live here they will not live the same i ask spirit of god that none will live here the same I ask that none will live here the same. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you have your Bible, please lift up your Bible. Let's take the word confession before you take your seat. One, two, shall we go? My Bible is the word of God. It is supernatural in origin. Eternal in duration, inexpressible in value, infinite in scope, regenerative in power, infallible in authority, universal in interest, personal in application, inspired in totality. I will read it through, write it down, pray it in, work it out, and then pass it on until I become a living proof of Zion where God dwells in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Welcome somebody to your left and right to church as you take your seat. And please can somebody reposition this thing. Let it face you so that I don't get distracted. It's flipping around all my notes all over the place. Hallelujah. Please take your seats in the heavenly places. Hallelujah. You're welcome to day three. Day three now, yeah? Are the three of word alive? Hallelujah. You are welcome. You are welcome. Praise God. Hello. <laughs> Hello. You are here. You promised and you did. You made it. You're welcome. Thank you very much. And you brought a friend as well. Thank you. The Lord bless you. We're happy to see you. Amen. Praise God. Wonderful. We want to get into the word tonight. Um, I think we started looking at Jesus, the Lamb of God. John said in John 1, 29, that the Bible says on the next day, John seeth Jesus coming unto him and seeth, behold, the Lamb of God which taketh away the sin of the world. Take note, he didn't say the sins of the world, but the sin of the world, which means that he's talking about the root cause of sins. Amen. The nature of sin. 
And we saw in Genesis 3.15 that God had to deal with Adam and Eve's disobedience. So in Genesis, it says, because of you disobeying my command, I will put enmity between thee and the woman. That's between the serpent, and the serpent is not just as an animal. This was Satan speaking through the reptile or the, I mean, it used to be a cattle called, used to be among the family of cattle. The reptile in the garden used to be among the family of cattle before it was rendered to become snake, a reptile. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed. And it shall bruise thy head and thou shalt bruise his heel. Thy seed and the seed of the woman was actually Christ. The seed of the woman is a prophetic scripture talking about Jesus Christ. Revelations Chapter number, let's go to the book of Revelations. I think chapter 12. Maybe we'll start from there. See where the Lord will take us. From verse 7 thereabout. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon fought and his angels and prevailed not, neither was their place found anymore in heaven. Now the dragon here is Satan, but being represented with the beast called the dragon, okay? And the great dragon was cast out. That old serpent called the devil. So that makes you understand that it's, it's we're not dealing with an animal, we're not dealing with a beast. We're dealing with another kind of beast, the devil. And Satan, which deceiveth the world, the whole world. So his instrument is deception. He was cast out into the earth. And his instrument was what came into play in the garden. He deceived the woman and the woman as well. The man had to willingly join in the party so that the woman would not look bad, you know. <laughs> and that has become our problem. <laughs> that has become our problem. The woman, the Bible says, was the one that was what? Deceived, not Adam. Because Adam knew very well he was not supposed to eat that, but he ate Amen. Which deceived the whole world. He was cast out into the earth. And his angels were cast out with him. Verse 10. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven. Now is come salvation. So because of what man did. We have seen all along that it did not take God by surprise. Because God had to use a lamp. And he sacrifice this lamb the bible says from the foundations of the earth 
So Jesus as a lamb was already crucified or slain from the foundation of the earth. It didn't just happen. I mean, what was happening was prophecy being fulfilled. But it had already happened before God. Jesus was already a lamb that was what? Slain. We'll look at that in a moment. Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down. So Satan is also an accuser of the brethren. Before our God day and night. He accuses before then. He, now he has not got access to heaven to accuse. So anything Satan would do now to you. Will be through your conscience. So if he's able. What he does is he defiles your conscience. And, and, and so we saw in Hebrews, the scripture says that the sacrifices that were made in the temple could not cleanse their conscience. Hallelujah. You remember that, yeah? Great, let's go on. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ for the accuser of our brethren is cast down which accused them before our God day and night. So Satan is not in heaven. And Satan cannot find access to heaven. The place has been closed. The Bible says he's cast down. But the problem is here. And they overcame him. He's, come, he's cast down. But the Bible says and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb. And I want to take, take note of that tonight. And by the word of their testimony take note the scripture says what the word of their testimony and they loved not their lives unto death verse 12 therefore rejoice ye heavens <laughs> the troublemaker in heaven is out so heaven is rejoicing and ye that dwell in them but it says, woe to the inhabitants of the earth. Oh, earth. Oh, earth. And of the sea. Now, that's why you find a lot of demonic things take place in the sea. There's a place called Bermuda Triangle. Have you ever heard of it? <laughs> Where things vanish. <laughs> and of the sea. For the devil is come down unto you. Oh, earth. Fire bond the devil. <laughs> For the devil is come down unto you, having great wrath, he's angry. So because of his anger, he wants to sway as many that he can deceive. And as many, so his principal tool today is still deception. Because he knoweth that he has but a short time. A short time. He has but what? A short time. And in Revelations as well, the scripture makes us understand that the testimony of Jesus is what? The spirit of what? Prophecy. And I'll be dealing with that in a moment. The testimony of what? Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. What are we talking about? What we are saying is that 
prophetically Jesus was announced to become the lamp of God. So 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 11 makes us understand. I'll be going a little bit into this scripture. Some of the few things I want to bring out. Like the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. We'll be dwelling a lot on that tonight. Okay. So the, if you want a title for the message. Um, maybe you can give it access granted. Okay. Or way. Jesus, our way, okay, or access granted. So searching, the Bible says searching, um, can, can we start from 10? 10 will be better, will be a better read. Of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently who prophesied. So part of the work of the Old Testament prophets and the books of the Old Testament was what? Prophecy. To prophesy. But what were they prophesying about? Revelation makes us understand that what? That the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of what? Prophecy. Okay. What were they prophesying about? They were prophesying of the grace that should come unto you. Unto you and I. Praise God. Verse 11. And this grace. Searching what or what manner. In other words they did not understand. What they were prophesying about. So Isaiah will speak about. This lamb. That was slain. And didn't really know what. It was all about. So they were searching. What or what manner of time. They didn't even know what time it will happen. But the scripture makes us understand that the spirit of Christ, which was in them, did what signify. Or the spirit of Christ in them was pointing to a time and a season where the lamb will show up. When it testified beforehand. So prophecies are things that are or words that are spoken before they manifest. You understand that? Great. And so what were they prophesying about? They were prophesying about the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. Somebody say follow. Hallelujah. And the glory that should follow. So they were prophesying of the suffering of Christ. And we have established as well that the sufferings of Christ is encapsulated in his death. Hebrews chapter 2. From the verse number, let's start from maybe 6. Hebrews chapter 2 from the verse number 6. It says, but one in a certain place testified, saying, what is man that thou art mindful of him? Or the son of man that thou visiteth him? Go on, please. Thou madest him a little lower than the angels. And he's quoting from Psalm, Psalm 8. Okay, but, but don't go there. Thou crowneth him with glory and honor. And did set him over the works of thy hands. He says, what is mine, man, that thou art mindful of him? And I think they too or something we dealt with this aspect of, of, of the scripture. That, I mean, the angels were baffled. 
why God will every day show up in the garden in the cool of the day to have conversation with the man he created. The angels could not understand. What they did not understand was that God needed somebody to fellowship with. God needed a lover. So God fell in love with his creation. He made man in his own image so that he could have fellowship with him. But on that faithful day when he showed up in the garden, the Bible says they heard the voice of the Lord in the cool of the garden walking. How can a voice stop walk? A voice does not work. But that voice was showing that God was present. And I want you to listen to that very carefully because I'm going somewhere with that. It meant that God's presence was in the garden. He may not physically be there, but his presence was there. How he did it, he's all God by himself. So he, he doesn't need to be in the place for his presence to be in the place. But when his presence is in the place, it means he's there. Amen. <laughs> or in other words, it means he will show up. Or he would do something. Now, so when he showed up, Adam was hiding. He says, Adam, where are thou? Adam said, we are hiding. Why are you hiding? Because we are naked. Why, Adam? Why? Why? You ate what I told you not to eat. He said, yeah, the woman you gave me told me to eat it. And I had to participate. I didn't want to be left out of the party. God's heart was broken that day. God said, Adam, why did you do this? He said, Satan said that the day we eat this will become like God. And God asked him, didn't you know that I've already made you in my image? You are already God. You have been deceived. You were sold a lie and you bought into it. He said, well, since you have decided to be God and to rule over yourself, get out of my garden. So he kicked man out of the garden and put a shining sword around the tree of life, which he was meaning for them to eat. He wanted them to eat the tree of life because his life was in that tree. But that was the tree they did not eat. The one they told them not to eat, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, was the one they ate. So God said, God said to the, 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 the heavenly host and said that, look, Adam and Eve have learned now. They have eaten of the fruit. They have become like one of us. If we allow them to eat of the tree of life, they will stay like this forever. Let's kick them out. So the moment they kicked him out and his wife, God covered him with what? A lamb that was slain. Now, that was a type of the prophecy of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He was covered with what? The flesh of the lamb that was slain, the first lamb that was slain, a type of Christ to come. A prophecy yet to be fulfilled. Drove man out of the garden, but God's heart was broken. God's lover has messed him up, has rejected him. So God said, ah, what is this? But yet he still loves God. He still loves man. So, so, so the angels were wondering, what is man that thou art mindful of him? That even in the midst of his failure, you still have a plan in place for him. And what was the plan? That the lamb will be slain. So verse 8 of this, go on please. 
thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet. For in that he put all in subjection under him, he left nothing that is not put under him. But now we see not yet all things put under him. And so, so he, the scripture is just trying to tell us that we don't seem to see everything put under him now, but actually he has put everything under your feet as man. But we see Jesus. Somebody say we see Jesus. Oh, come on. Someone say we see Jesus. Who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death. So Jesus' suffering was a suffering of what? Death. His suffering was a suffering of death. Crowned with glory and honor. But after the suffering of death, he was supposed to be crowned with what? Glory. Somebody say glory. Oh, come on. Somebody say glory. So, the writer of Romans, Paul, in Romans 3.23 puts it this way. For all have sinned and fallen short of what? The glory of God. What then is the glory? The presence of the Father. So when Adam and Eve were drove, driven out of the garden, they were driven out of God's what? Presence. And so man could no more find access to God's presence. Romans chapter 5 verse 12 please. Before we get here. But when Adam did this, it did not only affect Adam. It affected every of mankind. So Romans 5 verse 12 says, Wherefore as by one man sin entered. Sin what? Entered. Into the world and death by sin. And so death passed upon all men. For that all have sinned. Adam sinned. It affected everybody. So we needed a lamb that will also die. So that it will affect who? Everybody. So when John saw him and said, this is the lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. He was pointing to the lamb that was prophesied in revelations. So when he says that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. What he was saying is that his crucifixion was what we, anytime you, you prophesy his crucifixion, you are already what? Testifying. And we'll get there in a moment. Let me not jump ahead of myself. So when man lost the glory, man needed to find the glory back. Man lost access to his presence. And so all through the ages, we find out that God had to institute the temple worship. And part of the temple worship was so that man could have access to God's presence. But not everybody. Only one man. He was called the high priest. So Hebrews chapter 9. He was called what? The high priest. Now the high priest would have to go every year into the, let us say from Hebrews chapter 8, start from verse chapter 8. I think we looked at that the other day. Uh, Hebrews chapter 8 verse 1. Now of the things which we have spoken, this is the psalm. We have such an high priest who is set on the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens. 
a minister of the sanctuary and of the true tabernacle, which the Lord pitched and not man. For every high priest is ordained to offer gifts and sacrifices, whereof it is of necessity that this man, and this man is the man Christ. Is the man who? Christ. Have something also to offer. Verse 4. For if he were on earth, he should not be a priest. Seeing that there are priests that offer gifts according to the law. Verse 5. Who serve unto the example and shadow of heavenly things. As Moses was admonished of God when he was about to make the tabernacle. For see, saith he. That thou make all things according to the pattern showed to thee in the mountain. Pause there. Now, when Moses went to the mountain to receive, I mean, when, when Stephen was talking about it, Stephen said he went to receive the living oracles of God. When, Mo, when, when Moses went to the mountain to receive the living oracles of God, the Ten Commandments, the Bible says that he tabernacled there for 40 days and 40 nights. But by the time he was coming down from the mountain, the Bible says that the presence of God was so strong on that mountain that, um, that Moses could not descend without his face covered. Because the glory was so strong. Even though after a while the glory started fading, he contacted something that all of Israel had not yet contacted. It was called the glory presence. Someone say glory. Anytime a man contacts the glory, something about the visage of that person changes. Anytime we encounter the glory, miracles take place. Anytime we encounter the glory, something supernatural happens. Are you hearing me, somebody? So when Moses encountered God in the mountain, something supernatural happened to Moses. Moses' face changed because he encountered the glory. But it was for only a season. Second Chronicles, Second Corinthians, I beg your pardon, chapter 3. Um, let's take it from maybe verse 5 or 6 now. Um, three, three, second Corinthians three, three. Yeah, the Bible says, who also has made us able ministers of the New Testament, not of the letter, but of the spirit for the letter kill it, but the spirit giveth life. I want you to take note of this. The what? The letter kill it. But the spirit what giveth life. So we are talking about letters here, and we are talking about what spirit. There is what is called the spirit life and the letter life. Okay, the letters are is talking about the old testament. Okay, so but we'll look at that in a moment. But if the ministration of death, and it's also called the ministration of death. So what Moses encountered that made him bring the oracles he brought were the oracles yesterday we saw that they were fault finding testament okay 
I mean, it found fault with them, so they could not fulfill it. Nobody could fulfill the Ten Commandments. So the Bible also is also calling it what the ministration of death. Written and engraving in stones, so we know what it is, is the Ten Commandments. Was glorious. So he's saying that about the Ten Commandments, there was something glorious about it. So that the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face of Moses. For the glory of his countenance, which glory was to be done away. Or in other words, it was supposed to fade away after a while. Verse 8, please. How shall not the ministration of the spirit be rather glorious? He's saying that the, the ministration of the spirit is going to bring a greater glory. And we will look at that tomorrow. The greater glory, the glory of the latter house. But let's 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 go a little bit further. This is verse 10. For even that which was made glorious had no glory in this respect by reason of the glory that excelleth. So there is a glory that excelleth, or there is an ever non-ending or an ever-increasing glory. Okay, now it says, for if that which is done away was glorious, much more that which remaineth is or more glorious. Let's go on verse 12. Seeing then that we have much such hope, we use great plainness of speech. He says, we, we are not mincing words. We're just saying the way this. Okay, and not as Moses, which put a veil over his face that the children of Israel could not steadfastly look to the end of that which is abolished. So he said, the glory was fading. So because the glory was fading, Moses still had to quite cover his face with the glory, with the, with the veil. So the people would not know that the glory is fading. <laughs> so that they would not know that the glory is fading. Now let's go on. But their minds were blinded. It, it, it's, it's an issue of the mind. And that's why Satan, when Satan wants to deceive a man, he deceives the man through the mind. The Bible talks about us, in, 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 uh, talks about, uh, uh, the, about our old life in, in, in Ephesians. He says that what? Who we were aliens of the commonwealth of Israel and what? Our minds were darkened by the God of this earth. So, but their minds were blinded for until this day remained the same veil. On taking away in the reading of the Old Testament, which veil is done away in Christ. And yesterday I told you that as Jesus was hung on the cross, as his body was being beaten, and as he was being beaten there, the Bible says that he was so beaten that his visage was not possible for any man to behold. He was just like a pop of blood hanging on the tree. And such that it was, it was, it was beyond looking. It was, it was disgusting. The, the, the prophet Isaiah in Isaiah 53 paints a picture and says that we could not behold him. His beauty was not, cannot be seen anymore. In, in Psalm 22, we see the prophetic Psalms also talk about how Jesus was gruesomely murdered. The Lamb of God was not just killed with a knife. He was beaten, butchered, battered. But he did all of this for you and I. But even unto this day, when Moses is read, now, which means that there are still some people that are holding on to Moses. 
They are still holding on to the letter. They are still holding on to, 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 to the covenants that has been abolished. The Bible says it has been abolished in Christ. When his body was torn, the Bible says that meant that the veil in the inner tabernacle was also what? Torn into two. And yesterday we saw that. How um, a 15 feet veil will be ripped into two. Signifying that the presence of God had left the temple. And the presence of God is no more in that temple. The presence has moved from there. The veil that was torn, the Bible says it signified his flesh. Hebrews, Hebrews 10, I'll come back to this, but Hebrews 10, 20, I think. But let's, let's look at that in a moment. I know we're reading a lot of scriptures. If you like only just one scripture and after that, the man of God will just be preaching and preaching and preaching. Um, you, you might not like me that much, but this is good Bible study. Amen. <laughs> this, this will help you because what I'm doing is to make the scripture explain itself. I don't need to put myself in the scripture. The scripture will explain itself. Okay. Now, so Hebrews chapter 10, the verse number 20 says by, okay, let's take it from verse 19, please. Take it from verse 19. So when Jesus' body was beaten and torn into two, this is what the scripture says. He says, having therefore brethren boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. So when his blood was shed, when he went, the Bible says he went to the heavenly holiest, holiest of all to present his blood. When his blood was shed and he went to present his blood, what happened was that he gave us also access. It was no more about a high priest. Our high priest Christ Jesus have been accepted. And because he has been accepted, we have also been what? Accepted. His blood has been accepted. The Bible says he was without blemish. He was our ransom. When he was accepted, we also became what? Accepted. Somebody say I'm accepted. Oh, come on. Somebody say I'm accepted. The Bible says we are accepted in the beloved. You are accepted in the beloved. Refuse to, 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 to worry about anybody that does not accept you. You are accepted. Anybody that rejects you, refuse. Come, come, I mean, come, forget about them. They don't matter. Your father accepts you. Your father accepts you. God accepts you. Hallelujah. And because you have been accepted through his blood, the Bible says we have access. I have access to go not timidly but boldly into his presence into the presence of the father you and I have access through the blood are you hearing me somebody we cannot be rejected anymore we have access and it is not something that is done yearly it was done once and for all and so when he did it once and for all it paid the price for me are you hearing me so I can join that songwriter and sing the song he, he paid the debt I did not owe. I owe the debt. I could not pay. Lord Jesus. I needed someone to wash away my sins. <laughs> now I can sing a brand new song. Amazing grace. Lord Jesus paid the debt that I could never pay. He paid the debt. That debt has been paid. Eternally paid. Eternally paid. Verse 20. 
Verse 20. You are too late. <laughs> so the Bible says, how did he pay the debt? By making for me a new and a living way. And I think either yesterday or two days ago, we saw that it says, as long as the tabernacle, the old tabernacle was still in Israel, it signified that the way into the new tabernacle, into the new has not yet been made. But when Christ was crucified, a way was made for me. When he was slain, a way was made for me. I say a way was made for me. So I can step in boldly and take hold of everything that belongs to me. I can step in boldly and take my healing. I can step in boldly and take what belongs to me. I can step in boldly and take what belongs to me. The Bible says by grace are we saved. Not by what? Our own goodness but by his grace. And so by that grace I step in and take what belongs to me. Glory to the Lamb of God. So by a new and a living way, which he has consecrated for me. How did he consecrate it? Through the veil. And what veil are we talking about? That is his flesh. When his flesh was torn into two, as we see the flesh on the tree, we see that the veil in the temple was also torn. The guy ran from the temple. He came to Caiaphas. He says the veil is torn. He says, how can this be? What it meant was that the high priest of the old temple has been sacked he has been sacked I have a new high priest his name is Jesus I have a new high priest his name is Jesus the old high priest has been sacked he thought that when he killed him it will silence him but he did not know when he said it is finished a way has been made for me into the veil a way into your healing a way into your prosperity a way into your strength a way into to your vitality. A way has been made for me. I don't know about you, but this excites my spirit. This makes me rejoice. I know that eternally, a way has been made for me. Hallelujah. Don't get me excited. Let me go slowly now. <laughs> if you get me excited, I'll start preaching. Let me teach a little bit. So let's go back to 2 Corinthians Chapter 3, I think we stopped at 15. Did we stop at 15? I think so. So see, but even unto this day, when Moses is read, their business was collapsed. When Jesus was crucified, he collapsed their temple business. He told them in John 2, don't go there, John 2, 21. He says that, no, John 2, 19 to 21. He says, what destroyed this temple and in three days, I will build it again. They said, what? This was built in 46 years. You want to use three days? What they did not know, that the moment he climbed that tree, it was about to collapse. It collapsed. And history said in 75 AD, when the Turks attacked Israel, they destroyed that temple, that magnificent temple. There is no stone remaining of it. There is no stone remaining of it. That temple... As it was prophesied, it has happened. Verse 16, please. Don't yawn. I didn't send you going roaming in town. Don't yawn. Says, Nevertheless, when it shall turn to the Lord. Nevertheless, when it shall turn to the Lord. 
I say, I see your situation turning to the Lord. Whatever it is that you are going through, I see it turning to the Lord. I say, I see it turning to the Lord. I see it turning to the Lord. I see it turning to the Lord. Nevertheless, when it shall turn to the Lord, the veil shall be taken away. I said the veil has been taken away. When we turn to Christ, the veil is taken away. It's no more the veil of Moses. It's the veil of Christ. Now the Lord is that spirit. The day he died, he said, do when he resurrected, he said, tarry ye in Jerusalem until ye be endued with power. He says, not many days hence. He says, John truly baptized with water, but not many days hence you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. But when John prophesied about him, he says, this is the Lamb of God. This is the one I prophesied about. Who shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. The Lord is that spirit. He is also the spirit. He is the word but he's also the spirit. He is the word but he's also the spirit. The Lord is that spirit. When he met the woman at that well, he told the woman that the time is coming that people will not be worshipping at a particular place. Not in this mountain but as many that shall worship him. They shall worship him in what? In spirit and in truth. And the scripture makes us understand in John 4 24. Don't change the scripture. It says, The Lord, it says, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Our worship now is not in elements, it's not in physical things, but it's in spirit, which is the truth. It's in spirit, which is the truth. When you engage the spirit of God, you are engaging the Lord. When you engage the spirit of God, you are engaging the Lord. And the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. I said there is liberty. I sense liberty in the atmosphere. Every burden upon your shoulder, I command it to be broken. Every burden upon your spirit, I command it broken. Because when it turns to the Lord, the Lord, the Lord, the presence of the Lord brings freedom. The presence of the Lord brings freedom. Psalm 16, 11 puts it this way. That in his presence... There is fullness of joy at his right hand are pleasures forevermore in his presence. I say in his presence, there is fullness of joy. In his presence, there is fullness of joy. And the Bible makes us understand that joy lifts away every heaviness. I command every heaviness lifted. I command every heaviness lifted. I command every heaviness lifted. The Lord is that spirit. And where he is, there is liberty. Therefore, may you receive liberty in your body right now. Receive liberty in your spirit right now. You must be excited about the word. Be expectant about the word. As I speak the word, it is happening for you right now. Are you hearing me, somebody? The Bible says the word was spoken to Mary. And that word became flesh. And it tabernacled among men. If the word can become flesh, the word can become your healing. The word can become your car. The word can become anything you want. When Peter, Peter and John saw that crippled man at the gate 
are beautiful. They say, silver and gold have we none, but such as I have, give I unto thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. It was through words. It was through words. It was through words. Therefore, as I speak words to you, right now, things are happening to your spirit. Your finances are changing. Things are happening to your spirit. Your spirit is being liberated. As I speak the word to you right now, I see your condition changing. Things are happening right now. Provision is coming to you supernaturally. God is meeting that need supernaturally. Supernaturally, the hand of God, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Pradiga. In the name of Jesus, receive liberty. I said, receive liberty. I said, receive liberty. I said, receive liberty. In the name of Jesus. Please take your seats. After the suffering, what comes is called glory. Somebody say glory. glory. It says, the grace of God is the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should what? Follow. And that glory is the presence. You change that scripture again. Don't be changing if I don't tell you to change. Okay? Go back to that second. Let me finish this thing. Second Corinthians 3, we're on 17. Now the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Liberty. When we talk about liberty, it means that you were bound before, but you are set loose. Sometimes sicknesses, diseases can bind you. Sometimes your condition can become a limitation. Sometimes the things around you can cause you to be limited and bound. But when the spirit of the Lord gets into the place, something begins to happen. Things begin to shift. Are you hearing me, somebody? Things begin to what? Shift. And it's shifting right now. I say it's shifting right now. I say it's shifting right now. In the name of Jesus. Now the Lord is that spirit. Verse 18. And he says, but we all. How many of us? We all. With open face. Beholding us in a glass. Beholding us in a mirror. The word is that mirror. The word is what? That mirror. The glory of the Lord. So the glory of the latter house. After his resurrection. What we received is glory. It says we we, as we behold in the glass the glory of the Lord, we are changed into the same image from glory to glory. That's not talking about increasing glory. It's talking about from the glory of Moses to the glory of Christ. Are you hearing me? From the glory of Moses to the glory of Christ, even as by the spirit of the Lord. Even as by the spirit of the Lord. That's why Romans 8 verse 1 makes us understand. Now you can change it, okay? (laughs) Where's my towel? Uh, It says, there is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. So when you go through the veil, the way, he's also our new and living way. Christ became our new and living way when he was crucified. 
He did not just become our new and living way. He also became our veil that gives us entrance to the presence or to the glory. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Now there is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus, which are who walk not what after the flesh, but after the spirit, after the spirit. So when we engage the Lord, who is the spirit, the Holy Spirit, something happens. Verse two, it says for the law of the spirit of life. So when you engage the Lord, when he died, what he gave us is called eternal life. And that Zoe life or the eternal life, it says the law, it calls it the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. It makes you free. It liberates you from the law of sin and death where Satan dominates. That has been broken. I say it's been broken. I say it's been broken. Satan's dominion over you is broken. I say it's broken. Yeah. So when you become born again, he also gives you the ability and the power to live for him and to live victorious and to live right. Hallelujah. That power is all in that life. It's in that life. It's in that life. I want to veer off as I run up and then we can do other things tonight. Hallelujah. We said in Revelations that they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. Okay. Now, how did that happen? The Bible says he went into the heavenly holy of holies to present his blood we see in john chapter 20 um i think the verse number um 13 there about go, go there for me let me see i'm not too sure now john 20 13 there about yeah this was Mary on that resurrection morning. Okay, so I'm fast forwarding now to that resurrection morning. Because the, I told you yesterday, when, you, when you're watching movies, sometimes you can fast forward the button. Then you get to the some middle and then you watch an exciting part. So let's move to an exciting part. <laughs> and, and they say unto her, woman, why weepest thou? Sayeth unto them. She saith, saith unto them, because they have taken away my Lord, and I know not where they have laid him. Now, this was the resurrection morning. It was a Sunday, if it happened on Friday, whatever, it doesn't matter. But it was a resurrection morning. So let's call it resurrection morning. Um, too, many, too many theological debates about whether it was Wednesday, Thursday, I'm, I'm not bothered. He resurrected. There was a resurrection. That's the most important. On that resurrection morning, now, Mary, you know, the ladies are always very concerned. That's why I like the women. The women's ministry is always the best. They will go all out for you. The men, they're always, they're always calculating. You know, they are some way. 
they, they take their time. Only Stephen is different. <laughs> Only Dr. Stephen is different. <laughs> All right. And they say unto her, so she came, they came to the, the sepulcher uh, or the tomb thinking how they were going to get somebody to roll away the stone for them. And then lo and behold, they got there to find out that the stone has been rolled away. What they did not know was that on that morning previously, there was an earthquake. The tombs have been opened. And the Bible talks about the many saints in Jerusalem also resurrected with him. And so they came and met the tomb wide open. And the problem with that as well was that, you see, it had a Roman seal on it, which meant that it shouldn't be broken. The Romans were the governing body in that time. They were the, SN, they were the SNP at that time, you know, <laughs> controlling the region. So the, they, 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 I think I've talked about this already, that they went to the high priest and their people went to um, Pilate to tell him that this deceiver said, in three days, I will rise. So let, let us make sure that this tomb is well sealed. That's the word, sealed. So that there won't be any mistake. So that the last error will be worse than before. But that resurrection morning when the earth quaked, when it was time to come out, death could not hold him bound. The grave could not hold him bound. Because it was time to check out. He stayed temporarily. He just borrowed Joseph of Arimathea's tomb to stay there briefly for three days. He has suffered enough. And so it was time to check out of his accommodation. You know when you go to Airbnb or you go to any Premier Inn. So his stay was up. He had to leave. And for that to happen, there had to be an earthquake. We read the other day in Matthew 27 how the earthquake. Don't go there. Okay, don't go there. I'm just trying to summarize everything for so that those that were not here at least can follow the discourse a little bit. And so the Roman seal was broken. The soldiers that were there became paralyzed. Fear gripped them. They went, they ran to go and tell Pilate, the guy has been taken. The guy has come out. The grave is open. I mean, most of those soldiers lost their life. How dare you? How could you be there guarding the place? I mean, they just couldn't understand. Who could come in there and steal the body? Say, no, 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 it's not a stealing. It's a breakout. It's called prison break. <laughs> How many of you have watched that series, prison break? It was a prison break. And it was not through any design or window. It was a forceful prison break. The prison has been broken. Death could not hold him. He came out. And so when Mary came, they made the tomb open. So they, 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 she, was, she started crying. And went into the tomb and saw some gentlemen, angels, verse 14. They were still there guarding the place. 
should a Roman soldier show up, they would have slapped that Roman soldier. But I think they were there for their disciples. And when she had first said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing and knew not that it was Jesus. What has happened to Jesus? Rhoda, close your other mouth. Close that mouth. You yawn too much. Hmm? I think I have to take you for, to the gym. And when she had first said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing and knew not that it was Jesus. Because Jesus has stepped into a glorified body. Something different is about this Jesus. It's the same Jesus that John saw on the island of Patmos when he was writing the book of Revelations and could not recognize him. This was the same Jesus. He was the one that was called the disciple that Jesus loved. This was the same man that slept on his breast. Could not recognize the man. What had happened? Glory. In Luke 24, the scripture makes us, don't change it. Don't change it. The scripture makes us understand that some of his disciples walked with him, complaining that the guy had been killed and now there is rumor that he has risen and we don't even know. And they walked with him all the way till they got to their house. When they were about to eat bread, he says he took the bread, broke it, gave it to them. Then their eyes were open. Then he vanished. They said, hey, it is him. They ran to go and tell Peter and the guys, the guy is risen. What kept their eyes? The man has been glorified. At this point, he shows up through the door. Without a door, he can just show up in a meeting. And so when Jesus, and when she had first said, she turned herself back and she saw Jesus standing. Verse 15, please. Jesus said unto her, woman, why we pest thou? Whom seeketh thou? She supposing him to be the gardener, saith unto him, Sir, if thou have borne him, hence, tell me where thou hast laid him, and I will take him away. 16. Jesus saith unto her, Mary. Jesus had a way. She calls her. When you have a darling daughter, there's a way you call them. You can't mistake the, your, the voice of your father, even in darkness, because there's a, there's a tenderness to, to, to that voice. It's a Mary. Jesus spoke with him, with her before, but she could not. But when she said Mary, she turned herself and said unto him, Rabboni, which is to say master. And out of joy, verse 17, please. She rushed to want to go and touch him. Jesus said unto her, touch me not. For I am not yet ascended to my father. But go to my brethren. They are no more his friends. In John 15, 13, he says, no greater love has any man. That he will lay down his life for his friends. They have become his brethren. The prophetic scriptures makes us understand. It says, I will mention your name in the temple before my brethren. They have now become brethren. And you and I have become brethren. It says, Jesus saith unto her, touch me not. For I am not yet ascended to my father. But go to my brethren and say unto them, I ascend unto my father and your father. God now became their father. Before then, God was not their father. Satan was their father. 
Satan will have sway and rulership over them. And to my God and your God. The same God, he said, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Now he calls him my God and your God. Mary ran to go and tell the guys that he, the master is risen. When he got there and he told them out of joy, they rushed to the, to the tomb to go and check and they found out that it was so. And it was first John and Peter that ran there. Just want to fast forward, okay? When they got there, the Bible says the man that he loved looked in and believed. That was John. Peter, he entered, looked at the clothes and realized that the clothes that Jesus was, that was used to embalm him had been folded nicely to tell us that the guy was not in a hurry. He didn't want the caretakers of the premier inn to come and take care of the bed. He, he folded the bed. He did everything. He, cleaned, he did house cleaning before he left the place. He is a very neat guy. That is to all the young men that don't like being neat. Be neat. Wash your clothes. Wash your panties. Wash your singlets. Don't, don't, don't be all smelly. <laughs> all right, let's get on to business now. <laughs> Jesus was a neat guy. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. It's just a joke. Let's just get on to business. All of you are neat. <laughs> when they got there, Thomas was not there. After he went and came back, he appeared to the disciples. They were in a meeting. He just showed up. They saw him. All of them paralyzed. Eh? The man has really written. He risen. Then Thomas came. The man called Didymus. <laughs> Thomas. He said the master was just here. He's gone. He says we should wait for him. Me? Thomas. Nobody deceives me. My name is Thomas. I don't believe lies. Until I see with my eyes, I will not believe. My name is Thomas. Uh, or Thomas. 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 Let me mention it the Nigerian way. Thomas. My name is Thomas. <laughs> Nigerians like calling it Thomas. My name is Thomas. <laughs> but Thomas, one of the twelve called Didibos, was not there. But Jesus showed up again. And this time around, Thomas was there. When he saw him, he buckled. He said, my Lord and my God. And Jesus said, these are the nails. Trust your hand in and don't be unbelieving, but believing. And those nails will be there when we get to heaven. They are still there. They are still there. First Timothy chapter 2, verse 5 gives us an inkling into that. The nails will still be there. You can change it now for me, okay? First Timothy 2, 5. The nails will still be there. I'm running up in the next five minutes. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus. After he resurrected, 
and left the disciples the second time again. First time he ascended and went to the father to present his blood. That's where I'm going to run up there and continue tomorrow. Did he carry liquid blood to go and present before the father? The Bible says he went into the heavenly holy of holies to the presence of the father where the blood must be shed. Was it liquid? If it was liquid, what was flowing in him? Because he's still man. What was flowing in him? And what did he carry there? Because we have understood from reading in Hebrews, read Hebrews 8, 9, and 10, that without shedding of blood, there is no remission for sins. So what did he carry? What did he carry? What did he carry? He Hebrews, we read up to 20. Well, let's read 21 up to, I think 23 is the last one. Hebrews 10, please. What did he carry? And, and uh, that's why I'm, I'm going to be stopping in a moment. What did he carry? He carried his blood. Don't be confused. He carried his blood. And having an high priest over the house of God, let's, let's go on quickly. Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience. I told you now, what will defile a man is his conscience. That's what the blood did. The blood made sure that when you were saved, your conscience was also what sanctified and will continue to be sanctified. So when Satan accuses you now, he will accuse you through your conscience. So what do you do? You must appropriate the blood to sanctify your conscience. He says, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience... And our bodies washed with pure water. Some people are laughing because uh, in Africa they have some sachet waters they call pure water. Okay, but this is not that type of. When the scripture talks about water, you know what it is the spirit. The spirit. The spirit. Hebrews, uh, sorry, Luke, Luke 7 37 to 39. Don't go there. He talks about what? The water which is what? The spirit. Which they that should believe on him should what? Receive. Okay, great. Let's go on. So let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. For he is faithful that promised. Go on. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. Hallelujah. Not forsaking. And I don't think this is a scripture I wanted. Let me... I think it should be nine. Mm. Yeah, nine, nine, twenty, nine, twenty-five to the last bit. So, nine, verse twenty-five, please. It says, "Nor yet that he should offer himself often, as the high priest entereth into the holy place every year with blood of others." For then must he often have suffered since the foundation of the world. Remember when we started, I said that he was crucified or he was 
slain from where? The foundation of the world. He says that if he was supposed, let me just explain what we just read. If he was supposed to do it as the Old Testament, under the Old Covenant, and the priesthood of the Old Covenant, who will go every year to offer it, then he would have been doing it right from that time up until when he was physically crucified. Or even up to now, he would have been what? Presenting his blood every year. But that was not how it happened. For then must he often have suffered. So he would have been dying every year. Because it's a suffering of what? Death. He would have been dying every year. Since the foundation of the world. But now, once in the end of the world has he appeared. He appeared only once to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. 27. And as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment, and I told you that we normally use this for um, preaching to unbelievers, but that is not what it means. Okay, Because there is a, a column there which means that it doesn't stop there. You should read on. If you stop there, and then you're preaching to the person that's appointed to men wants to die after death, death judgment, so you'll be judged. No, 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 that's not what the scripture is saying. Go, go on to verse 28, please. Verse 28 says, so, so it's an answer to the previous. So Christ was once offered. So as he's appointed unto men once to die, Christ was also offered how many times? Once. To bear the sins of many. And unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. And that's talking about his second coming. When we will be, our bodies will be finally saved. Will be raptured. 29. Lydia, stop yawning. This is uh, the first time you are showing up. So stay down straight. I'm about to finish. If you knew what others have been suffering for the past three days, you would have adjusted yourself. <laughs> All right. So, what am I saying? What did he offer? I want to answer this question, then we close. Okay. Um, it won't take long, but I just, it's just that I don't like saying it. So, the pastor said, no, I would like the scripture to say it for you. So that you won't, when you go out to debate, you won't, you would have an answer. You understand? Great. So th- I might need two more scriptures to, 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 to tighten it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> to, to, to top it up, to, 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 to finish it. I should flow, eh? But it's, it's up to nine anyway, so it's six to nine. So here we have we have, we have one hour for the ministration of the spirit. But I'll close early today. Hallelujah. <laughs> now I'm not preaching till nine. That's what I'm saying. Just if you give me five minutes, I should be done. Five should be enough. Eh? I said five earlier on. It says, Paul will say. <laughs> All right, all this is taking my time now. Let's get back to where coffee break is finished. John chapter six. John chapter 6. Let me look for the verse so we don't have to read too much. Um, Okay, let me look into my Bible. It will be easier for me. This is too much for me. I don't know. Uh, 
John chapter 6, uh, where it talks about um, the, um, the living bread. If you guys find it before me. John 6. Um, okay. Mm. Okay, yeah, I think that would be better. Let's take it from there. If you read it from 48, it says, I'm that bread of life. But let's go to 51. It says, I'm the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Verse 52. The Jews therefore strove among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except ye eat the flesh of the Son of God, Son of Man, and drink his blood, hmm? ye have no life in you. Then he says, Whosoever whoso eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me and I in him. It's talking about identification. If you eat his flesh, drink his blood. You become one with him. Remember we said the Lord is that spirit. So he comes to us as the word. See, when if you got born, but, but how, this, how did you get born again? You got born again through word. Okay, the word of God, you, you, you declared the lordship of Jesus over your life. And then the spirit, of course, entered you. Okay, so you receive him as word, but he lives in you as what? The spirit. Okay, good. Um, so he says, you become one with him. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me, and I in him. As the living father has sent me, and I live by the Father, so he that eateth me, even he shall live by me. This is that bread which came down from heaven, not as your fathers did eat manna, and are dead. He that eateth of this bread shall live forever. These things said he in the synagogue as he taught in Capernaum. Verse 60 Many therefore of his disciples, when they had heard this, said, This is an hard saying. Who can hear it? When Jesus knew in himself that his disciples murmured at it, he said unto them, Does this offend you? What? And if ye, if ye shall see the Son of Man ascend up where he was before. So he is, the discourse doesn't end there. He's talking about him being the bread of life and also talking about him what? Ascending. Okay. So it's, 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 it's dealing with something that is post-resurrection. Does that make sense? Okay, great. Now, 63, then he goes and hits the heart of the matter. It is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirits and they are life. But there are some of you that believe not. 
For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were that believed not and who should betray him. And he said, therefore, said I unto you that no man can come unto me except it were given unto him of my father. So what did he carry up there? What he carried was his blood. But his blood was spirit. Now remember he says, Who would, whoever would drink my blood and eat my flesh shall live by me. Okay, So he's talking about new birth. But that will happen if you believe in his resurrection. So Revelation says they overcame him, Satan, by the blood of the lamb. What was that? But by the spirit. And by the word of their testimony. Joining that with the scripture that says the, 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 the testimony of Jesus is what? The spirit of what? prophecy what he's saying is that anytime we testify of the blood through our words we overcome satan did you get that so that discourse in six where he's talking about the bread and the blood and the flesh is not that element as good as that element is, he is talking about the spirit. He says, the words that I speak unto you, they are what? Spirits, they are life. So he's saying that the blood contains my spirit. The blood is my life. Leviticus 17, 11 says, the life of the flesh is in what? The blood. So what he carried to heaven which was a spiritual substance, was actually a spiritual substance. And what was it? His word. <laughs> so that was what he presented at the mercy seat. So what he presented is not liquid blood dripping. Mm -mm. In heaven, there is nothing like liquid blood because they don't deal with physical substance. In heaven, we deal with words. The word of the Lord. The Bible says they overcame him by the blood of the lamb. And that end there. This is a wrong reading. You see, they overcame him by the blood of the lamb, which is the word of their testimony. And what is that supposed to do? The shedding of the blood. In conclusion, is to make us kings and priests. Revelations 1, 5 and 6. Then I stop. That's the last one. I promise. Revelations 1, 5 and 6. It says, and from Jesus Christ, who is a faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins with his own blood. 
and has made us. So the shedding of the blood is to make us what? Kings and priests unto God and his father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Amen. So access into his presence is to make us kings and priests unto God. You are a priest. He calls us a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, people that have been called. You see, so when we come before the Lord, how do you defeat Satan? You don't defeat Satan by saying, okay, uh, blood, blood of Jesus, it, it's, it's fine. But you see, it still must carry words. Your, the release of your words is what puts Satan on the run. Are you hearing me? When you overcome Satan, you overcome him in the word. And so he has given us his word to make us kings and priests. Let's rise up to our feet. Hallelujah. I know part of that will be a little bit for some of you to, to take in. So digest it. Don't worry. I'll come to, I will come at it again another day for it to sink. <laughs> Hallelujah. They overcame him. So the new and living way has been made for you. So that you can overcome. The Bible calls us overcomers. We are more than conquerors. Through Christ Jesus. We are more than conquerors. You are more than a conqueror. Come on, you are more than a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror. Hallelujah. You are more than a conqueror. To bring you into glory. To bring you into glory. That is who you are. When we look into the mirror. The Bible says that we see our own image. And it's the image of glory. Can you see that image of glory? Can you see that image of glory? That image that you see. When you look into a mirror, who do you see? How many of you have looked into a mirror and you have seen me before? That means meant that you saw a demon. <laughs> You can't look into a mirror and see me. When you when, before you came, I'm sure some of you or most of us or all of us looked into a mirror. <laughs> Who did you see? Myself. Yeah. <laughs> so he says, when we look into the mirror, we see the glory of God. So who have you become? The glory. We have become the glory. Someone say glory. Prepare for me Hebrews Hebrews two uh, that six six six, six, six there about uh, I'll tell you we have become the glory. I'm the glory of God. I'm the glory of God. From tonight you tell Satan that no your boundaries you set a boundary around your house. Tell him the blood is against him. And the blood is your word. As you release your word, you tell Satan, this place is marked. It is marked and you cannot cross. Are you hearing me? Your children's lives are marked. Your family is marked. Your finances are marked. Everything around you is marked. Are you hearing me? Because the way into the veil has been made. Are you hearing me? Grab somebody to on your left or on your right and we're going to pray right now. We're going to pray. We're going to pray. Go to the verse number 9, please. 9 or 10. Hallelujah. 
Um, go down. When we read in Hebrews 2 earlier, he says that we have been crowned with glory. When Jesus resurrected, we were made the glory of God. But also, what makes us kings is our crown. Amen. What makes us what? Kings is who? Our crown. And he says that we have been crowned with what? Glory. So the blood brought us into glory. You have been crowned with glory. I say you have been crowned with glory. Amen. You have been anything that marks shame tonight. We are commanding it to leave. Yeah. Nobody is coming to hold my hands. Come and hold my hands now. Hold my hands. Glory. Hallelujah. Therefore we are praying. And we are coming into agreement with one another. Declare with me in the name of Jesus. I come into agreement with my sister. If it's a brother mention brother, don't call everybody sister. <laughs> I come into agreement with my sister. I decree and declare in the name of Jesus. The glory of God manifests in her life. Her life is crowned with glory. The blood bought for you. The glory. Therefore, every mark of shame over your life, your finances, your children, tonight, I come marks an end. Marks an end to that shame in the name of Jesus. Any mockery to my health in the name of Jesus, I come against it right now in the name of Jesus. For I overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, which is the word of my testimony. I decree Christ has risen for me. That is my testimony. Christ is my victor. That is my testimony. Christ has made me more than a conqueror. That is my testimony. Christ has made me the head, not the tail. That is my testimony. Christ has made me to be accepted in the beloved. That is my testimony. Satan, go back. Satan, go back. In the name of Jesus, he has given me more than enough. He has provided for me more than enough. He became poor that I may become rich. Therefore, I declare, Satan, that's my testimony. Go back. Go back. Go back. In the name of Jesus, come on, lift up your voice. Begin to pray right now. Come into agreement with that sister, with that brother. Lekota labaha, lekata yalabadea, eletopedea, mantolelelebebe, zatalababa. A way has been made for you. Lekobragedebaha, decree and declare. Everywhere doors have been shut to you. That door is open. That door is open. That door is open. In the name of Jesus, financial doors are open. Doors of opportunities of jobs are open. Every door is open. It is your new and living way. Come on prophesy. Come on speak into the life of that sister, of that brother. Decree and declare into their lives. A new and living way has been made for you. Therefore, every limitation is broken. 
broken. Every chain is destroyed. Prophesy into their lives. Decree and declare every weakness in their life is destroyed. Lekobagaha, Elekote, Latadaba, Lekobega, Zandele, Zakabaha, Elekoba, Elakadea, Zandelebea. In the name of Jesus, decree and declare in their life, they are more than conquerors. In the name of Jesus, through Christ Jesus, they have become victors. They are more than conquerors. In the name of Jesus, declare over their life. In the mighty name of Jesus, they are kinging, they are ruling, they are reigning in their life, in their health. They reign in Jesus' name. Amen. Romans chapter number five. I said uh, Hebrews two, yeah? Hebrews 2, please go to Hebrews 2 quickly, 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 quickly. Hebrews 2, I think 10. Uh, For it became him of whom are all things, and by him are all things, in bringing many sons. Somebody say, I'm a son. I'm a son. Yeah. In bringing many sons where? Unto glory. When he died, he brought you into glory. What that meant was that he brought you into the presence of the Father. Access has been granted you. So as you pray tonight, access has been granted you to take delivery of whatever is yours, to bring many sons. I'm a son. have been brought into glory to make the captain of their salvation, which is himself, perfect through suffering. Now, Romans chapter 5, verse 17. We're going to declare your kingship. We have been crowned with glory. The crown on your head is glory. Everything that is, has made a mockery of your life tonight comes to an end. Because when he made that way, he brought you into glory. He says, for if by one man's offense, death reigned by one. Much more, they which have received abundance of grace. I've received abundance of grace. I don't know about you, I've received abundance of grace. And of the gift of righteousness, he made you righteous. Shall reign. And I told you that word reign there means kinging. So I king in life. I say I king in life. When his blood was shed, it was to make you kings and what? Priests. I king in life. If you thought that it was only for New Testament believers, it's a joke. If you go home, go and read Exodus 19. The Bible says when Moses, before he was given the law, he went, to the, he went to the mountain. In, Genesis, in Exodus 20, they, were, they gave him the law. In 19, he went to the temple and went to the mountain. And God told him, I have desired to make Israel a kingdom of priests and kings. A kingdom of priests. It has always been God's agenda to make you a king and a prince. When he was a priest, when he made Adam and Eve, they were supposed to be kings in this life. Therefore, you must king in life. Somebody say, I'm kinging. I'm oh, you are kinging. <laughs> Somebody say, I'm kinging. King it's your new English. You wake up in the morning, declare, I'm kinging. King you get out of your bed, declare, I'm kinging. King Hallelujah. Yeah. On your Facebook, put there, I'm kinging. Yeah. Hashtag it, I'm kinging. Let it trend. I'm what? Kinging. 
Now declare me in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare. I come into agreement with my sister. I declare every area where you have not been kinging from tonight. Begin a king. Begin a king in the name of Jesus. Take over. Take over in every area of your life. Begin a king. I prophesy into your life. Begin a king. May the kinging of the glory of God manifest in your life, in your finances, in your marriage, in your health, in your in everything that concerns you. In the name of Jesus, come and lift up your voice. Begin to prophesy into their lives. Katalakata, pelatalabaha, letelelebea. Decree and declare in their life, the king in life, the king in life. The word says, wherever the word of the king is, there is power. Wherever the word of the king is, there is power. Leko bageda, as you speak, declare you are declaring power. As you speak, you are speaking your testimony. As you speak, you are declaring that Christ is reigning. As you speak, you are declaring that this is my testimony. I prophesy into your life. You are kinging. You are kinging. You are kinging. You are kinging. In Jesus' name, you are kinging. You are kinging. You are kinging. You are taking over in the name of Jesus by the supernatural finger of God. Take over. Take over. La Tadarabaha. Eletobaha. Perida Soda. Engresatoba. In the name of Jesus. Wow. You are kinging. You are kinging. The scripture says, where the word of the king is, there is what? Power. There is power. There is what? Power. Wherever the word of the king is, from tonight, don't shut your mouth. The way you, you see, they overcame him, Satan, by the blood of the lamb, which is the word of their testimony. Any time you want to put the devil to run, begin to declare the testimony of God. Begin to declare what the Lord has done for you. Begin to speak the word of, that's your testimony. That's how you overcome by the blood. Overcoming by the blood is not saying, I plead the blood. You can plead the blood, Satan will still slap you. I told you how I got into the, the I mean, the, the, the room of uh, um, Michelle that, that, that night. They said a demon has entered into her and she was, she was speaking with the voice of a man all throughout the whole day, harassing the husband. And they were troubling me until I, I decided, okay, fine, I will. They were not members of the church, so I, didn't, I couldn't feel bothered. But I said, well, let me go and help them. I said, go, go, go to your pastor. Let your pastor. He said, our pastor doesn't understand these things. They, they can't cast out devils. I said, he has no business being a pastor. He should be fired. If, you, if, a, if a pastor cannot cast out devils, he should be fired. <laughs> when I got to the house, he said, hey, no, no, you, 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 you. I don't want to see you. Get out. I said, shut up. I have come. Shut up. <sighs> I said, in the name of Jesus, show Kadaba, come out. Uh, uh, 
and she started speaking in tongues. Immediately. Holy Ghost has taken over. I didn't go there in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood. The sons of Skiva, they went there. They said, uh, um, Paul, I know. The, the name of Jesus that Paul uses. What about you? There is power in your words. When the veil was parted into two, his blood was shed for you. Are you hearing me? And that blood has been placed upon the mercy seat. And it is still speaking right now. That's why Paul says, I desire to know nothing among you except Christ and him crucified. Anytime you declare the crucifixion of Christ, it is through your words. How do you do it? <laughs> and Jesus says, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit. They are life. There is life in your words. I said there is life in your words. Now we're going to pray one last prayer. Hold somebody's hands. And we're declaring right now. We're releasing words in the atmosphere. Anything that is wrong with their bodies. Anything wrong with their life right now. We are correcting it. Are you hearing me? Because when you when you became born again, something was released into your spirit. It's called eternal life. The Bible says, lay hold on eternal life. Whereunto you have been called. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. How do you lay hold on eternal life? It's not something tangible. It is super. It means through your words. Your words. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb, which is the word of their testimony. So anytime we speak the word of our testimony, what is the word of the testimony? Christ has been crucified. He is resurrected. He has been crucified. He is resurrected. Therefore, I'm resurrected. That's the word of your testimony that puts the devil on the run. Hallelujah. Therefore, hold the hands of somebody. And we are speaking into their life, declare any devil that is stepped into your life tonight, step out. Declare me in the name of Jesus. Any devil that has stepped into your life, into your finances, right now, I command it to come out in the name of Jesus. My resurrected king, I declare now, Satan, lose your grip, lose your hold over this family. Over this home, over their finances, over their life, over their health. I command you, come out, come out, come out. In the name of Jesus, I declare right now, in the name of the resurrected king, right now, liberty has been released into their life. The Lord is the spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. I release the spirit into your life. Therefore, there is liberty. Every health challenge is broken. Every health challenge is broken. Sicknesses are bind you. Weaknesses are bind you. Abnob abdominal disorder. I curse you. Ear infections. I curse you. Eye infections. I curse you. Come out. Menstrual pains. Irregular menses. I correct you now. In the name of Jesus. Pain in the body. Right now. I correct you. Sugar level. I correct you. I declare. Be normal. In the name of Jesus. I bind. Migraines. I command you. Come out. 
come out in the name of Jesus. Every weakness, heart diseases that have not been diagnosed right now, I command you, come out. Every swelling in the body, pain in the breast, in the name of Jesus, come out, melt out. In the name of Jesus, fibroids, I command you, melt out. In the name of Jesus, I declare, be healed. Weaknesses in your genitalia, in the name of Jesus, be corrected. In the name of Jesus, I declare, every womb that is abnormal right now, I reposition you by eternal life. In the name of Jesus, I release correction. In the name of Jesus, I release correction. Now, 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 now. Every curse of the enemy over your life, I command it broken. In the name of Jesus, the blood set you free. The blood sets you free. Now, it's happening to you. Now, liberty. Now, liberty. Now, liberty. Now, liberty. In the name of Jesus, come on, lift up your voice. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now, in the mighty name of someone stand behind her for me quickly. Kapataya. Loose. 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 From today, the abnormality is corrected. Corrected by the divine hand of God. Loose. 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 In the name of Jesus. Loose. That glory presence is here. When the spirit takes over my life. When the spirit takes over my life. I will be changed. Keep, keep your attention on Christ, not on anybody, please. Build be revealed when the Spirit takes over my life. Oh, when the Spirit takes over my life. Shakala when the Spirit takes over my life, I will be changed. His glory will be revealed when the Spirit takes over my life. Somebody stand behind there for me. Let me correct your sugar level. By the, by the power of the Holy Ghost. By the power of the Holy Ghost. By the power of eternal life. I correct your sugar level. I correct your sugar level. I correct your sugar level. Today. 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 
by eternal life. The bondage leads you now. You foul spirit of hell. Go now. Now. Go. 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 Go and don't come back. I will be changed and his glory will be revealed when the spirit is over. Lift up your hands, everybody. Some of us will begin to have angelic encounters, not just as you go from this place tonight and beyond. You will dream of angels. See angels. Paroske bahando lobosha. Oh, rabasatatatamando zika. And if you have any condition you want me to pray for you to correct it, you can come forward. I'll pray for you to correct it now. Zatole manande gada suta. Leka parosanda kasata ya. Lingo shuko brahata labada. Mangele Zotaya. Don't worry, you'll wait for me. I'll come. I'll come to you, okay? No. No, go for it. If you have any condition you want me to correct for you, supernatural, I'll correct it now, tonight. Le Copra da 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 I will be changed. His glory will be revealed when the spirit takes over. See as the spirit of God. Your visions will be clearer, will be stronger. You will have a strong visitation of the power of God. Angelic visitations. Angelic visitations. May your eyes be opened, your ears clearer than ever. And receive interpretations. Interpretations. Fire of God in your belly. When you pray for the sick as well, they'll be healed. And don't be afraid to pray for the sick. In the name of Jesus. His glory will be revealed. Can you move this away, please? Move this away. that pain. Now that pain around your side I rebuke that thing to go now by the power of the Holy Ghost is corrected is corrected by the hand of God is corrected is corrected is corrected is corrected every pain in your nerves I correct it now Pastor Nira, where are you? Please come. Put your hand around her waist for me. Jesus. Go. 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 She kapatos. The Lord Jesus heals you now. Now, would you?
you be able to test if check and see if the pain is gone immediately? How would you know? Huh? Yeah. It will be difficult for you to do that. So, yeah, it's no pain now. Glory to God. It's gone. In Jesus' name. Go. Jesus. So the only way to know is the next time you're having your message. Alright, so I will correct it now. By the supernatural hand of God. The Lord corrects your irregular menses in the name of Jesus. From today, every irregularity stops. Begin to experience regular menses from today. From today. From today. From today. From today. Do you experience pains as well? So kopratataya. I command that pain to go in the name of Jesus. I told you guys that the testimony of uh, uh, Mama Dupe some time ago. Her menses had stopped completely uh, after giving birth to her six children. How you managed to carry six, I don't know. <laughs> and then after those services, right in the service, the thing just opened, pull. She had to run to the toilet quickly to save herself from embarrassment. <laughs> right now, by the same divine power of God, we correct irregular menses. I declare the next time you have irregular menses, you have, you have your menses to no more be irregular. And I release you from pain in Jesus' name. Amen. Go and bring me testimony. That's it. Okay. What is the name of that thing again? Where is she? What, what do they call it? I want to address the thing by its roots. Eh? Okay, inflation. IBS. IBS. So inflammation of the bowel. Bowel syndrome. Of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. In the presence, your bowels are corrected. Hug me. I release eternal life into your life and into your bowels now. Let it be corrected permanently. Corrected permanently. Any virus, anything that is fighting your, your, your bowels, are binded in the name of Jesus. And you are loose. Jesus' name. Loose in the name of Jesus. From this moment, you are made every we hold in Jesus' name. Now, so how would you know that it's gone? Eh? How would you know? I need to check. I need to be sure. How would you know it's gone? Okay, you will not get salt at tummy when you eat. So go and try it. Try. Okay. You still have salt on me when you eat. Yeah, but I pray for you before the thing is gone. So why are you who comes to bring this thing? Okay, all right. In the name of Jesus, I perfect that healing in Jesus' name. Amen. Go. All right. Okay. Okay. 
Jesus. I correct myopia. I command it to go. There was a, a young man that came to our Aloha branch one of the days and uh, had we had service after the service. No, don't play that. You're not playing anything. So stop it, please. Let me. You're making noise now. <laughs> I need to give these testimonies to build faith in you, okay? So the guy came after the service. He just ministered, ministered in general, prayed for everybody. So after service, we're meeting with everybody. I said, oh, um, so I asked him, do you need anything for me to pray? But I said, yeah, my ears. I've had an infection in the ear for a very long time. I can't hear from this ear, and doctors cannot help me anymore. I said, okay, let's correct it. And I just blew into his ears. I said, it's gone. He checked. He said, I couldn't do this anymore. I couldn't do this. I mean, he was so excited. <laughs> it was that easy. Yes, healing is that easy. Amen. Now, the Lord corrects that myopia in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. It's done. So how would you be able to know it's corrected? We have to test you, eh? Don't believe. Just, you, you can pray for you. I want yeah, to correct you. Yeah. All right, so go back and try it. Let's see. Go, go back and try it. Let's do this thing quickly. Go back, try it. If it doesn't work, come back. I need to lay hands on you. Which one is your... Night that she's supposed to come. She came yesterday. Yes. <laughs> now, wow. So, what? Yeah, she's on the waiting list for her. Let me pray for her tomorrow. Let me pray for her. Yes, she needs to be willing to be healed. You can be standing for her if she's not ready to hear you want to operate. All right, so let her come. Tomorrow, why don't you? Of course, you let her. I agree with you. It is done in Jesus' name. But I still want to lay hands on it tomorrow. Yes. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. What, what am I supposed to do? Ice. But she's still wearing the thing, so it doesn't look good. Yes. Can you remove the thing? You don't need that. Or you like it? Jesus. I correct every abnormality in your eyesight in the name of Jesus. What kind of eyesight? Is it long or short? Short. We make it normal. In the name of Jesus. That that day I wore a medicated glass. I could not see anything. My eyes were... No, no, no. I don't think... My eyes were too normal to wear medicated. I, I just removed it quickly. I threw it away somewhere. I pray in the name of Jesus. The next time you wear it, you will not be seeing anything. So that you have to remove it. Since you like it. <laughs> That's the only way you will not like it. <laughs> in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus, by the eternal life of God, 
in your daughter and in me. I correct this hearing problem. In the name of Jesus. The Lord Jesus makes your hearing perfect. Jesus name. Jesus name. Okay, so how would we know you have to remove it, right? Or for us to be able to to test it. So can you without it can you hear? I can hear a bit. A bit. No, without reading my lips. <laughs> without reading my lips. Okay, so can you hear something? You can hear something. Okay. No, don't we won't use microphone. Okay. That. Yeah. Holy Ghost! Now! An anointing of the Holy Ghost! Let it go through your ears now. Through your hearing and every vein connected to your hearing. And correct it now. hearing problem in one ear and as I was pre- I was, I was just speaking to them after service and then all of a sudden that ear popped open she screamed Ro- um, Rosina or something she screamed like oh my ear I can't hear I couldn't hear that ear. so let's try this Just look at me now. Pray, pray with me. Now let's rise up and pray. 
Stretch up your hands. Don't just sit down there. We are not doing um, a circus here. Pray with me. Let's pray. Stand in faith with together with me. Jesus. We correct this. We correct this noise. We correct this pain. We correct this noise. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, make that hearing perfect. Make that hearing perfect. Make that noise seems a bit louder now. Mm. That's good. Everything seems a bit louder. <laughs> because I've been low volume for too long. But that noise. I can still hear it, but it's Louder. So, you are healed. In Jesus' name. I call it that. Amen. Next time I see you, it is perfect. Amen. Are you here or okay? You are here. What do you want? And you have been sitting down at home with your wife all this period. Him. That's why you bring him now. Ah, that's why you bring him now. So all you just do bring him. See, let him sit under that atmosphere when I'm preaching. Okay, give him to me, my grandson. My grandson cannot have done this. What nonsense. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I declare the baby well. I rebuke jaundice. You can't have jaundice. I curse it out of your blood. Amen. Every trace of it goes away now. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You were born whole. Amen. You will be whole. Amen. Every trace of jaundice is cancelled. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I see him whimpering. <laughs> Jesus. I transmit the eternal life of God into your body. Jesus name the Holy Ghost makes you well in Jesus name amen daddy are you here as well for prayer oh your glasses and these glasses have been there for long it's your body Guys here for prayer, bro. What's wrong with you, bro? Please sit, man. Yeah. You. When you were a child, I told you don't wear your mother's glasses. Now you want to talk. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> this boy wanted to do me. Everything is fine. I want to wear glasses. Can you imagine? Give me the microphone. Father, in the name of Jesus. <laughs> I command your eyes, sight perfected. Amen. Perfected. Amen. Perfected. Amen. And any headache it brings to you, I command it, go. Amen. 
you will see without glasses. Your eyesight perfected in Jesus' name. Now, how do we correct? How do we check to see? How do we check him? I don't know. Eh? Okay. Oh, so that is where the thing is. So that's why he wears the glasses. And because I can see him turning his eyes all over the place. Okay, we correct this eye. We straightened Amen. and look straight Amen. in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I declare you well. Go and check it properly overnight. Doesn't fix, we'll fix it tomorrow. Amen. I still pray for people tomorrow. Jesus, every spirit of anger and rebellion, I command it to come out of you now. If our spirit loose him and let him go, the name of Jesus. And I correct that abnormality in your nasal cavity, whichever area of your body it is in your head, I correct it. In the name of Jesus, I declare it done. In Jesus' name, amen. Pronounce words properly. Amen. From today, you will pronounce words properly. Amen. I command your tongue loose Amen. in the name of Jesus. Bring out your tongue. Bring out your tongue. In the name of Jesus, I command your tongue loose Amen. and pronounce words properly, okay? In Jesus' name. When you go, when you say come, say come, okay? Pronounce it properly in Jesus' name. <laughs> Praise God. Let's give all the glory to Jesus. Amen. He deserves all the glory. Amen. So you have to try your new hearing without that's how it's perfected. And when it wants to come back, you tell that devil, the Bible says, we overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of your testimony. Declare up. That's it. That's your testimony. Okay, so daddy, let's finish with you now tonight. So I noticed you were not well yesterday. I definitely would have prayed for you anyway, even if you didn't So, you can't sleep well at night. Mm. Okay. Please, let's stretch off our hands towards him. I want to pray for him. The pastors, please, let's lay hands on him. Zato menansofen de kolososopradis kefelos keta. In the name of Jesus. Health and wholeness. Health and wholeness. Health and wholeness. Health. And wholeness, everything that has entered your tummy, 
I flush it out now. In the name of Jesus. I command your eyesight. Everything in your body. That is making you not to have your body. I lose you from it now. Everything that has held you bound. I command that thing loose. In the name of Jesus. The Lord make you well. 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 Be healed in every part of your body. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The risen Lord. Receive a fresh dose of the Spirit. In Jesus' name. The Lord make you well. And everything... Bind every spirit of the devil, every foul spirit released against you, projections from the pit of hell. I command it broken in the name of Jesus. I command it broken in the name of Jesus. Anything that wants to take you out before your time, I bind the spirit of death off of you now. I bind the spirit of death off of you now. I bind the spirit of death off of you now. In the name of Jesus. Your organs are working well. Your lungs are working well. Your heart is working well. Every part of your body is working well. In the name of Jesus. Alright, it's 9 o'clock, so let's close. I think I've been on time. Right on time. Alright, let's prepare our offerings. Let's uh, bless the Lord with our offerings. We want to just celebrate Jesus. Why don't we just thank him for everything that has been done here tonight. Let's thank him for his word. Let's thank him for the miracles. Let's thank him for his healing touch, his grace that he has made available to us. It's not by any man. It's a doing of the Lord. Come on, let's celebrate Jesus. Why don't you just bless his name? Bless his name. Bless his name. Le soprata labadosha. I need an envelope, please. Ke losi pradosh keta lezu pratoka lezovida. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We give you praise. We bless you, Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We give you praise. We give you praise.